The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, In those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the end of the earth to the end of the sky. Learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that he is near at the gates. Amen, I say to you. This generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. We are at that time of the year where we are experiencing great change, really all around us. The days are getting shorter and darker. We had our first snowfall last night. And in the liturgy today, we are taking a somewhat of a dramatic shift from where we have been the past couple Sundays, as we are sort of now focusing in on the last things. Because in just two weeks, yet another change will be upon us with the beginning of the season of Advent. And this reality of change is certainly dominant today in the scriptures. On one level, some of these images that Jesus uses today can be very frightening and very terrifying. 
Jesus today talks about the sun being darkened and the stars falling from the sky and the moon not able to give its light. And I'm sure for many people when they hear this today, these images and these words of Jesus are going to cause fear and anxiety. However, what God intends for us today and always is never fear and anxiety, but actually peace and security. Today, Jesus is speaking to us as an Old Testament prophet. In the prophets Isaiah, Ezekiel, Joel, and Amos, the Lord oftentimes uses this image of a great cosmic disturbance as a way to announce the downfall or the end of pagan kingdoms. In other words, God uses these frightening images to remind Israel and to remind us that sin is not victorious. That the ignorance of God will not remain forever. And that darkness does not conquer. And part of the dramatic nature of these images is that God is intending to remind us that it is He who is ultimately the judge. It is He who ultimately has the final word. Not sin, not political parties, not the media, and certainly not ourselves. And so in a very real way, these apocalyptic images are also used to remind us that the presence of God is a saving presence, meant to provoke in us not emotional fear, but awe reverence, and love. So with all of this as our background, what is Jesus calling us to today? He is calling us, I believe, 
to wake up. To wake up to the passing nature of this world. So that we can put this world with all of its events, all of its circumstances, in its proper perspective. So that we can turn with full confidence and trust towards the one who does not pass away. These words of Jesus at the end of this gospel are so beautiful. He says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Political parties change. Popular opinion is always changing. Our own feelings and our own emotions are constantly in flux. But his word, which is his presence, always remains. It can be very easy to become frightened or overwhelmed by things that are going on around us, whether they are in our own hearts, our own sufferings, our own trials, or the things that are going on in the world. And obviously, we can't and we shouldn't Ignore those things. But if there is one lesson from all of them, it is, I believe, that God is using the utter fragility of life in this world to draw us to Him, who is our only strength, our only real security and our only place of rest. When everything, whether it's internally in our own hearts or externally in the world, seems to be falling apart, it is not a sign of God's absence. It is definitely not a sign of God's wrath. And it is never a sign for us that we need to live our lives in fear and anxiety. It is God simply reminding us where our peace and our security ultimately come from. Which is not from any person, any place, anything, any situation or circumstance in this world, but only from God.
In the book of Revelation, after John spends many chapters and many verses describing these very apocalyptic scenes and images, in the second last verse of the Bible, John says, Come, Lord Jesus. And in many ways, this is where the Bible ends and where we continue to find ourselves today with this prayer, Come, Lord Jesus. Coincidentally, it becomes the prayer liturgically of Advent. And in light of all of this today with these readings, I would suggest that this needs to become our prayer. Come, Lord Jesus, more deeply into my own broken and anxious heart. Come, Lord Jesus, more deeply into this broken and anxious world. When our eyes and hearts are turned towards Christ, there is nothing to be afraid of. He is and will always remain victorious over everything because it is He alone who remains forever. Come, Lord Jesus.